Welcome to our broadcast today. She's wavy. I'm new to the podcast out here and I'm enjoying myself on this platform so far. Um, we're going to start off today just by saying we want to send prayers out today to Rick Ross. He's been hospitalized and they found him unresponsive in his home in Florida. Um, he's been hospitalized since Thursday morning and we're just wishing him well this morning. So today's story, I kind of just kind of tagged along on this story about Rick Ross. Um, where it seems like I'm kind of bandwagoning this morning or this afternoon, um, thinking about it. And I figured right after this morning or this afternoon, I wanted to put it on this podcast to just kind of reflect on what it's like to look like basically a jump off, basically, because I really do think about it. And I think about support and being a colleague to someone. And when people don't really know the kind of work that you've done, they really do judge you. And a lot of people judge me to say, uh, I'm not that professional to them, or I'm just always in the clubs. And they have no idea that I've been doing stage managing and creating content and really working hard to be around this, this area or this arena of the industry. Um, so my experience today, I just reflect on that and think about it. So the story goes, you guys, I actually, walked off stage on an opportunity to open up a concert for Rick Ross. Now, at the time I had been involved with CTE and um, BMF's uh, Forefront Runners, they're very popularized in this industry and everybody knows Young Jeezy. So at the time, Young Jeezy and Rick Ross were having a beef and I looked like I had got thrown in the middle of it, honestly. And what my personal perspective was on it was I wanted to just, you know, squash the beef and I wanted to kind of just make a statement. So at a showcase I was doing, I had my DJ there, DJ Fahrenheit, shout out to him and BTE Records and all of that, Big Ticket Entertainment. Um, shout out to CTE, shout out to VMF. Um, I had an opportunity to bring my DJ in there. And if you guys don't know, DJ Fahrenheit is one of the creators of the world famous super friends group. So this DJ group, they have been breaking records for years. This is the kind of company I keep. So I keep myself around a lot of good people, a lot of, of strong people um, who are really strong in the game with breaking records, promotions, music, creating content and things like that. So anyway, back to this story. So I'm feeling like I'm looking like a bandwagoner here because at one point, someone looked at me and said that I had one of the coldest shoulders in the world concerning what was going on between Young Jeezy and Rick Ross. And honestly, I look back on it. And the first thing I did when I heard the news, I really did feel the weight of the world, you know, kind of coming in on me. I mean, honestly, I really know that this story resonated with me. It may not seem like we all are that close as colleagues in this industry, but everybody's concerned everybody's supportive everybody's sending out prayers so today we're gonna wish rick ross well on his road to recovery and we hope all is well so you guys stay tuned in hey call in let me know what you think and send me some ideas for any questions you want to ask me about my road to success or um, things that I think of, especially my opinion about people thinking I might be bandwagoning here, wishing Rick Ross well. But um, ask me anything. Send me anything. She's wavy.
she's wavy. Okay, welcome back. We're going to get into some hot topics today because right now I have the hottest chart in America in my hands right now. Right now, I got the hottest chart in my hand right now in America, and I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to give it to you right now, straight facts, nothing but facts right now. Okay, so we got some congratulations in order to go out for these people who have reached the charts right now. They just topped the charts in America for the first time in the century, and I'm talking about they've done it every year. I can say every year they top the charts again for the first time, higher than they've ever topped the charts again. And guess what? We ought to have been doing this congratulations for a long time. Let's get straight to it. So ever since 1960, right, we've been seeing that parents have been doing increasingly better with their kids. They've been really dropping bread more and more every year. I'm talking about they have not been dropping less bread. The previous year has been one thing, but the next year is definitely not been less bread that they've been dropping than the previous year. So that means parents have been doing increasingly better. Uh, making their finances supportive for their kids. So let's get into it. This is the hottest chart right now in America. All right, so this chart says, what? $7 billion right now is spent on youth sports in America, getting their kids enriched in youth sports, keeping them active and living a healthy lifestyle, active lifestyle. So what are we doing with this $7 billion? What does it say on the charts? It says that we got how many kids participated in sports in America right now? What's the number? 73% of our kids are actively participating in youth sports. So congratulations to you guys for being able to keep our kids in America active. You know, they're not lazy out here in America, apparently, because they are really active in youth sports and other activities in America. But we definitely got to get that number out to you guys. Also, we got another thing on this chart. I got the hottest chart in my hand right now. I mean, right here, boy. We've got the best number that I want to celebrate today with you guys and share with you is that we're spending this number of minutes a day with our kids. Now, this goes out to straight up to the fathers. Um, the dads out here in America are spending this number of minutes per day with their kids. Now, let's go ahead and look at our 1960 chart here, okay, so we know where we're at right now. This says that in 1960s, the 1960 era, we were spending 20 minutes with our kids a day. Okay, so if you're a father in the 1960s, you spent 20 minutes with your kids a day, talking to them, you know, about school and activities and things like that. But this chart I got right here, this is the hottest chart right here, boy. This says that we spend 120 minutes talking with our kids a day now. So congratulations to you guys for reaching 120 minutes a day. If you're a father in America, you just reach the charts today and top the charts with 120 minutes a day with your kid. So congratulations to you for that. Also to the breadwinners of America. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Breadwinners of America. We want to go ahead and congratulate you too because you too are a winner, okay? We have found that you guys have been spending at least under, right under $10,000 
on your kids enrichment in America. So congratulations to you for dropping all that bread every year. This year you guys have spent at least under 10,000. I mean right up under it at 8,800. So congratulations to you if you're a parent out there. We're going to pat you on the back, celebrate you, you know, throw a party and, and have a wonderful celebration with you today on this podcast. So we're always going to want to cherish our um our family experience here in america and we want to congratulate you at every moment we can so today we took a moment to go ahead and do that congratulations to you out there keep it right here she's wavy she's wavy a new lifestyle podcast (laughs) welcome back to our podcast here this is one of the best lifestyle podcasts you're going to find on the app Hopefully you're going to support us through our beginning starts here and we're going to give you some hot topics and stories. So today we're going to go ahead and include another hot topic and story on our broadcast. So we got some news about Facebook. This is our Facebook news segment here today and we want to go ahead and share some information with you about what Mark Zuckerberg is going through with Facebook right now. Um, a little background story on that. Mark Zuckerberg has been dealing with a lot of competition with Google Plus and and really a lot of these enemies of the company, let's per se. This is how they titled it, you know, or how they described it to us that he's been dealing with some serious demons and, and real enemies out here on the internet that have been competition for his company and really giving him a run for his money. Um, and right now he's been fighting to save Facebook. Uh, the best he can. So during this hard time with Facebook, um, he's still been successful, but he's struggling right now with one thing about it. He's got a new enemy. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Here in our report, it shows that he's been doing increasingly better to provide more content for us Facebook users out here. Um, We're going to be experiencing less bombardment by these brands and and top groups like that for companies. And we're going to be able to have more content from our friends and family shown on our timeline here. So, um, so this is what we're supposed to be getting out of this experience with him fighting to save Facebook, um, really keeping himself high in the competition. Um, he wants to keep us all as Facebook users. So that's what he's going to be doing. And, uh, the real enemy here that he has nowadays is himself. So really, that's kind of a, a shout out to Mark Zuckerberg because he's really been doing it for social media platforms. And he's got pretty much himself as the only enemy right now. You know, he's surpassed a lot of categories in comparison with Google Plus, what he provides with Facebook. And we want to, you know, keep ourselves aware that we're going to be getting exactly what we deserve uh, to see on Facebook coming up nowadays. So you guys look out for those changes on your Facebook pages and, and keep yourselves informed, really, uh, check in with us. And we're going to give you the hottest topics and the, the freshest news on what's going on with social media too. So keep it locked right here. Listen to our podcast every day and continue to support us. She's wavy. She's wavy. Welcome back to our podcast. Let's go ahead and get into this topic. I got a, a topic that, you know, no pun intended, is weighing heavy on my chest right now. So um, we've got an issue here in Ocean City, Maryland, that has come up, um, brought up by a 29-year-old woman 
who has been a faithful beach goer, uh, probably a faithful tanner like myself, um, and enjoyment uh, of the beach with our, our topless option is now being threatened in Ocean City, Maryland. So um, women are not going to be able to be topless on the beach anymore. There's a popular beach in Ocean City, Maryland that has passed a new ordinance out there. Um, Ocean City passed the ordinance just earlier this month. So this 29 year old woman, she's fighting for it. She's ready to fight for it because she wants to retain her right to be topless on the beach. And like plenty of other women on plenty of other beaches, they have had the right to remain topless. Um, she has a lawyer and hopefully a pretty good one um, because she's going to go through civil litigation here to really get down to the issue about why it is that we have to be covered and the men don't, you know, and there's not been a sexual harassment issue out there on the beach anyway. So I guess they're going to uh, go ahead and chop it up in court and see what they can get done about it. Um, she says, this 29 year old says that it's not just about who can take a shirt off and who can't. It's about whether women are seen as equal human beings, she says. She also says, my thing has been normalization, doing normal things just like a man would. So just to kind of um, piggyback off of what she's saying, I kind of want to ask a question and pose a question to you guys to call in about. So the question is, why is there a difference between men showing their nipples in public and women showing their nipples in public? I want to know. Call in. Tell me what you think, what the difference is about men showing their nipples in public versus women showing their nipples in public. Call in to She's Wavy. Um, you can go ahead and submit your call in. We're going to enjoy um, sharing what you're saying on the air and um, keep it locked right here, boy. Hey. Have you called in yet? Make sure you do. We're waiting for you to call in. Go ahead and call in now. We want you to call in now. Give us some topics. Give us some feedback. Uh, we want to go ahead and get some answers to some questions too. So we want to include you on one of our segments right now. If you can call in, do that ASAP. Okay, because our segment we just had, we had talked about the right to be topless on the beach. There's a woman fighting to be topless right now on the beach. And we want to go ahead and get a question posed to you guys for you to call in about. So tell me this. Tell me what's the difference between women showing their nipples in public and men showing their nipples in public. That's what we want to know today. So call in about that. We want to go ahead and get your, your topic feedback about women showing their nipples in public versus men showing their nipples in public. Man boobs versus women boobs. We want to know the difference here. So go ahead, call in with your answers to that so I can go ahead and share it because we want to know what the difference is. You can tell me about your parenting experience if you want. And most importantly, you can always call in and just ask me anything. I mean, I've been around people of all walks of life, so you can ask me just about anything. I have some of the most interesting experiences and I'll share it with you. So make sure you call in. Be one of our callers on this podcast. And this is one of the hottest new wave lifestyle podcasts you're going to see on the app. Make sure you tune in to She's Wavy. <laughs>